This episode of the podcast is brought to you by waking up in the middle of the night from a nightmare that your wife is cheating on you, then realizing it was just a dream, rolling over and kissing her and the other man cuddling her on the forehead and going soundly back to sleep. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast. I'm Frank. I'm Zach. And today we are doing a discussion that I'm very excited about, which is should Blockbuster come back in a in an age of streaming? Does it make sense? Short answer is yes. Short uh, answer for me is actually no. Yeah. <laughs> Long answer is no for me. <laughs> but I do miss it a lot. I do too. I don't know if it's like nostalgia goggles on, but like... Blockbuster was the shit when I was a kid. Blockbuster is is the shit. Like I I don't know like if you know like um in Newburgh like the Blockbuster that was there yeah. was right next to Pizza Hut. Oh, okay. So a lot of the times what would happen is when I was younger my parents like on Saturday nights like we would go and get Pizza Hut mm-hmm. and then pick out a movie at Blockbuster. Yeah. And it would just be pizza and movie night. Yeah, I think that like everybody who's like within our age category kind of has that that the memories of a kid of going to Blockbuster because it was so I mean it's just the best like it really yeah. was and like I I think about how like important it was to my childhood you know like it was like me and my dad like that was our thing and like mm-hmm. I think that I think Blockbuster has a unique had a unique um kind of place where it's it's very rare that you have like a retail store that the people that work behind the counter actually care about the product that they're selling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you go to like a, whatever, like a, a normal like department store, you go to a mall or whatever, like the people that are working at these clothing stores, or whatever, they don't give a shit about what they're selling. They don't care about the clothing or anything like that. But like Blockbuster and kind of like, I guess the only other equivalent that I can think of is like GameStop. Like, GameStop has, like, that, you know, thing where you walk into a GameStop and for the most part, at least it used to be like this because I don't go there anymore. I don't Mm -hmm. play games. But, like, you know, going there, people who worked at GameStop were gamers and would talk about video games with the people that that, that came in there because they just love video games, right? That's still a thing. My brother works at GameStop and he is constantly playing video games. Right, so, like, there's, like, that aspect of it. And, like, with Blockbuster, it was, like, the people that worked there cared about movies. And, like, you would go there and, like, ask for recommendations mm-hmm. and talk to them about, oh, hey, like, if you like this director, check out this director. Or have you seen this movie? Have you not seen this movie? Like, whatever it was. And, like, you would get, like, film recommendations and stuff. And, like, that just doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, I feel like if we were this age in the 80s, we would be working at Blockbuster. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, that would be, like, my shit. I would yeah. be, like, yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> the other thing that I can think of is FYE. I don't know, how like, how far out like fye really spreads mm-hmm. in like the u.s or in other countries but um that was like another thing where they sell dvds and cds and i guess like over time in order to stay somewhat relevant because a lot of them closed down yeah um the only one that i can think of that's still around is the Newburgh mall and that one literally has just catered more to like action figures and like pop culture stuff like t-shirts and everything like that just to stay somewhat relevant yeah because the biggest problem is it's so easy to stream now yeah like you have hulu you have amazon you have netflix where 
you pay a monthly or a yearly subscription of like 20 bucks and you have everything at your disposal. Yeah. Where the biggest thing with Blockbuster that in my eyes probably helped destroy it besides streaming was late fees. Yeah. Like people would be pissed if like they missed bringing back the movie on time. Yeah, yeah. And now they have a late fee. So now they rented a movie and now have to pay on top of that. And if they didn't like the movie, it just killed the whole like experience for them. Yeah. I guess that, that the, that's kind of a conversation that I want to have like maybe on another episode where it's mm-hmm. like like a whole conversation about streaming services by themselves. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's, that's but one of mine. To keeping it to like stri- strictly like Blockbuster. Yeah, I mean like there's it's tough. It's it's a tough thing because, you know, having in this day and age having somebody wanting to physically go out mm-hmm. and go to a store that alone is like a tough thing to do. Yeah. Like Everybody just uses fucking Amazon for everything. And we're no different. I use Amazon for half the movies that we do. And streaming things or whatever it may be. Like, so having somebody just go out to a store alone is already like, like that's like, that's an uphill battle right there. Yeah. You know, but like, I, I do think that there is a place for Blockbuster and I do. And I would say that they should come back, but not nearly as na- nationwide and as big, you mm-hmm. know, like it doesn't make sense for them to be in in every town because it's just not going to be profitable. Yeah, if but, it's like out there in like certain spots, right? It's like okay, here's like a destination site. Yeah, like obviously, like they would need to like change some shit up, like yes. for like in this day and age, like it would you just couldn't have like hey, we only sell movies and video games and and whatever, like. That, that whole aspect would not really work. So, like, something would need to change. There would need to be some type of, like, hey, how do we modernize this, make this a a more valuable thing for somebody to come into and want to and wanna experience, right? But, and at the end of the day, what that's going to really be is just, like, at the end of the day, Blockbuster today would really be for, like, somebody like me or possibly like you where it's, like, a more like a film enthusiast, mm-hmm. you know? Like, going to the store because you want to have the conversations with the people that are working there because you want to talk to them about movies because you want to find new movies or whatever it may be, you know, like having doing it on a massive scale. Like the average person is just doesn't care. The average person is just going to go on Netflix. Yeah. Like for you, like you're one of the few people that I know that like, if you are seriously excited about a movie and you see it in theaters and you love it, you will go searching for a Blu-ray copy Yeah, to have. Yep. Instead of just going onto Amazon and spending the fourteen ninety nine and buying it, and then you can just watch it whenever. Yeah, yeah, I'm very much a physical, real media type of guy, and I do that with like my music too. Like yeah. if I if I if I find an album that I like, I go out and purchase it on vinyl, and then and then I listen to it like that, you know, like yeah. whatever it may be. Like obviously, there's a place for like streaming services like a Spotify or an Apple Music or whatever it may be. But again, I'm a big, I'm just a big proprietor of going out and purchasing physical media to support the artist that is creating the product. Um, and I don't know if Blockbuster would be profitable in today's day and age because I don't know, like, I, I'm sure that renting it would be fucking expensive. Yeah, like, what they would have to do is they would have to get rid of, like, late fees because that's the biggest thing. Like, nobody wants to do that. That's going to be your biggest thing going against you because... 
if anybody can just stream it online, what's the point of renting it and then, oh, shit, I brought it back an hour late. I have to pay $10 more. Right. It's like, Nobody's going to want right, to do that. Right, because like, the way that streaming services do it now is that you, you have 48 hours yeah. or 24 hours, whatever it is, however, whatever you use to, to rent it. And then after that... It just goes away. Yeah, you just no, have to There's no late it. fee. Yeah, there's no late fee for it. It just goes away. Like, you don't have to worry about it. And if you want to, if you, if you somehow press play mm-hmm. and then you don't watch it within that 48 hours, then you have to purchase it again. But there's no late fee for it. Yeah. There's also, like, another thing where, um, I forgot the name of it, but it's basically, like, this for games where you can go online and pick the game that you want, and then they send it in the mail, and there's no late fees to it. You can play it whatever. And then just send it back. Yeah. Which I don't think is the best because most people will just be like, ah, fuck it. It's mine now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so many. I'm sure that they'll have like some type of letter type thing where it's like, hey, if you don't send it back like after so long, we'll discontinue your membership of it or whatever. Right. And I don't know if you know this. There is. There's a few. There No. At this point, there is one singular blockbuster left. It's like in Alaska or something, right? Uh, it's in Bend, Oregon. And it's actually doing okay. <laughs> and I don't know. The way you said that just really made me laugh. <laughs> it's doing okay. It's doing the best that it can for a blockbuster in this day and age. Yeah. And I looked up, like, you know, obviously I wanted to look up, like, how many are left. And in 2019, like, the few that remained um, ended up closing down except for the one in Bend, Oregon, including ones, like, in Alaska. You're right. So there's one in Alaska, right? There was. Okay. Not anymore. Oh, okay. Um, I guess in 2010, they fully went bankrupt. Oh, okay. Um, however, the people that work at the Bend one, um, I wanted to know, like, you know, what are they doing to, like, sustain this? Because yeah. this is basically, like, a novelty at this point. Yeah, like, this, yeah. this is so retro for us at this point because this is all that's left. And part of me believes that, like, you know... It's staying because it almost is becoming like this, like I said, a destination site. Yeah. Like, hey, let's go check out the last blockbuster. Like, what do they have? Right. In Bend, Oregon, I guess it's also like a smaller town. So they end up doing like a lot of like community service, like help out. So they get recognized. It's a family kind of oriented type town. So it's like if you if they know you, then they're going to stick with you loyalty wise. Yeah. They do a lot of like fundraisers and parties. So like they'll have like monthly parties at there, um, to really show awareness and everything like that. And I thought that was like really cool. Cause then you're getting like exposure. Yeah. And then the media has picked it up too as like, Hey, this is the last blockbuster. So again, you have now worldwide of like, Hey, you know, we're taking a trip to like California. Oregon's not that far. Yeah. We'll fucking go there. Check yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the biggest thing that I found out of why this one is doing so well, I found out that Bend, Oregon, has horrible internet service. Ah, <laughs> which is the saving grace, I think in some aspect, to why Blockbuster is still holding up there. Yeah. The fact that it's a mountainous area that has bad internet service, you kind of have no choice but to rent for media. DVDs. Yeah, for media, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it's the idea that, like, you know, hey, what do you want to do tonight? Hey, 
you know, let's just like get some pizza and like watch a movie. Yeah. Oh shit, Netflix isn't working again. I got one and a half bars. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna yeah. get halfway through and it'll freeze. Right. Yeah. Let's go rent from Blockbuster. Yep. Yeah, that's a smart. That's that's and, where you gotta be. You gotta be in the mountains. Yeah. For and blockbusters. That's the thing is like you know. I don't think it was intentional, but it really played to, like, that blockbuster just staying afloat. Yeah. I, I miss it a lot, man. I do. I, I think about blockbuster often, and I, and I think about, like, the, the, the blockbuster card with my name on it. Mm-hmm. And I think about the line. The that, sign. The sign. And I think about the blue and the yellow. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember I – remember uh, oh, calling to see if they have the movie, and if they don't pick up, then they leave like the voicemail where it's like a different movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, dude, there's just so much, man, that I that I love about Blockbuster, and like the the aisle that you would wait in line had like all the candy and popcorn. Yep. And I remember, I remember like Hollywood Video came around. I don't mm-hmm. know if, if you were like participated in Hollywood Video, but that was like another like video that tried to like take over and yeah, I just came that. over on the wrong time yeah. because like <laughs> just street services. Work. Yeah. It just didn't work out. Um, but man, like so many memories and like, again, like, like I said, like I, you know, with me and my father, like, cause movies were just like our thing. Like we became like friends yeah. with like the guy like that, that worked there. And like he, like we would go there and we would talk to him and like we would spend like two hours there exactly. and like it, it, you just don't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like again, it's very rare for, for somebody to go into a, re- a retail store and actually talk to the people that are working and, and actually like having like a conversation that is engaging and both, both parties in the conversation are both really engaged because they just love movies yeah. or they love the product that is being sold, you know? And uh, it's just a very, very unique thing, but it's just unfortunate because in the day in the day age of stream, uh, streaming, it just it doesn't seem realistic. But I do think exactly. that there is a I th- like I said, I think there is potential somewhere somehow. They would have to reinvent themselves in mm-hmm. some way to um, to like even if Blockbuster created their own streaming service. Yeah. That's what I was thinking like while we were doing this is like what if they had like a streaming service themselves where it's like hey just it's free to like sign up and everything like that which is automatically like something crazy um and then you have it where it's like some type of design where it's like hey you you rent a movie for like 99 cents yeah that you make money right there yeah it it would uh there's potential somewhere somehow yeah, I don't, like obviously like we're not the people to like create no. it or like whatever but we're but giving you ideas there's, 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 there's got to be something out there that like you can somehow revamp it, it in in a way in a modern in a modern way for us there is a market yeah like for people that are like us in our age listen movies are obviously like a billion dollar industry mm-hmm. so like there's obviously a market there for something, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like whether or not you 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 are like a casual moviegoer who just only goes out to just see like Marvel blockbuster films or if you are like you know, like what if like what if blockbuster became like the art house like streaming or the the art house uh like movie place where like they like, only put out like indie films yeah like blockbuster only does indie movies you get introduced to foreign films that you've never heard of you get you get introduced to um like up-and-comers stuff like that like you just get introduced to all of these like much more like lower budget films mm-hmm. that 
are are a lot more interesting and more story driven other than these giant blockbusters. Yeah. And then once they become giant blockbusters, they go in the two dollar bin. Yeah, get out of here. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. We don't want you. Because like that's like my favorite type of movie theater, you know? Like yeah. I don't I, I obviously like there's a time and a place to go to like an AMC or like a Regal theater, but like at the end of the day, like my favorite theaters that I go to are like the small ones that have like two or three theaters in them and they show like these like lower budget art house films. And mm-hmm. like those are like the theaters that I like. Um, obviously I took you to that one in Beacon yeah. where we saw the lighthouse. Yeah. And it was like, awesome. Yeah. And it's cool. Like I got a beer. Yeah. Like you, you get, <laughs> you get beer there and it's just like a, it's just a better, I think it's a better, it's because, a, it's a quainter environment. And again, it, it, that comes down to the simple fact that that theater was started by somebody who was passionate about films and they wanted to make a, Ex- the movie going experience much better than a giant like AMC would because at the end of the day like you go to a theater at, like an AMC people on their phone people talking whatever most of the people that go to the to, to the to the, the small art house theaters want to watch the movie mm-hmm. you know what I mean so like if Blockbuster was like hey we're gonna do like art house stuff and maybe they did showings at their location you know what I mean like yeah. hey like every Friday night or every Friday and Saturday night we're going to be showcasing two films, two indie art house films. They, they have like a little theater in there that, that sits like 30, 30 people or something. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's potential somewhere. And I'm not saying that this is that like what I'm saying isn't flawed in some way, shape or form, but I'm just like off the top of my head, just making shit up. But yeah. like, there's gotta be something somewhere. Like you, you can come back in some way. Exactly. Like we're giving ideas. Somebody please <laughs> with money because we don't have that. Somebody please with money, like try and figure out a way to do this. There's gotta be something. And then again, like, you know, really like hammering in on like the nostalgia aspect of mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Like give me that felt carpet. Give me those, those small TVs with trailers yeah. in like the main aisle. Yeah, exactly. Give me that shit. Yeah. That's what we want. There's something about it, man. There's something about it. And I do think that there is potential for Blockbuster to come back in a smaller scale. Yeah. I mean, but, again, short answer, yes, I would love to see Blockbuster come back. Long answer, it's going to be really difficult. It's going to be difficult, and you, and need, you to, need to do some drastic changes. Yeah, and to sustain it in this day and age is going to be even harder. Yeah. Like, I would love to see it happen. Do I think off the top of my head it will? No, but yeah. I would love to see it happen. I miss it a lot. I, I really, too. I really, really do. There's so many memories of Blockbuster. I remember I, I, remember I watched a video of a guy who went into like one of the last few blockbusters at the time. It was like, I watched the video a few years ago. So I guess there was more than one. And, um, and he went in and immediately, as soon as he entered in, like I almost started crying. Like though, like literally like just, it it was completely the same. Nothing was changed about it. It looked exactly like what, what they looked like when I was a kid. And it blew my mind. I was just like, this is, the best thing ever mm-hmm. you know um so i miss it a lot and again i think there's potential somehow some way there's got to be something that that blockbuster can do to in order to sustain some type of like um you know just staying in conversation yeah. every once in a while you know like popping up because kids now have no idea what blockbuster is exactly. kids have no idea about renting a physical yeah. disc you don't know the struggle of being like oh fuck i gotta deliver this before i get charged right and like you know the whole thing of like going and actually buying the movie makes you really uh, 
like watch the movie because mm-hmm. you know how like I remember you saying like during uh I think it was the Nightmare Before Christmas you were like yeah the movie's fine when like I was sitting there like sc- kind of scrolling through my phone every once in a while just kind of glancing up and like watching whatever like that it, it, it was cool then uh and like that's the one thing that I that I think Blockbuster has like over like a streaming service is like people just kids like just ha- it's so accessible that yeah. as soon as they just turn it on they're not even like really paying attention to it but like when I was renting a movie from Blockbuster I went out I drove there I I went there I selected the movie from, mm-hmm. like I walked through the aisles I ended up picking that movie so at the end of the, at, during that night I was watching that movie. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going I wasn't going to be fucking on my phone or whatever. Like I was invested in that film. Today that's not really the case. So I miss it a lot. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> I miss it a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot there's a lot of things that I think that that there's potential for, but uh again, I just don't know if it, if it's again, it, I it just can't come back in the same way and in the same like magnitude. Yeah. I miss it, yep. but I appreciate that I had it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Like, I, I feel really good knowing that, like, it was in my life at one point, and I can talk about it. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of memories. Um, so, yeah. I think it should. Yes. But it's a gray area. Exactly. I think so, too. But it, it's going to have to drastically change. Yeah. Cool. Um, I have a recommendation. Yeah, what is it? So, last week, you recommended music. So I was like, fuck Zach, I can recommend music too. <laughs> I can recommend music better. <laughs> um, so I just found a band. I've, mm-hmm. I've been like really uh, kind of going into like like a, like a fucking rabbit hole of just like trying to find new music. Um, and I found a band called Everything Everything. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of them. Uh, and I can't stand by any of their other music besides this one album that I found mm-hmm. because I haven't listened to anything else. Um, but there's an album called Get to Heaven. Okay. And immediately I saw the album, like the cover art, and I was like, I think I'm going to like this. And uh, and they're kind of like, I guess I would like put them in the same category as like an Alt-J. Okay. Like kind of like out there, kind of quirky. Yeah, but very like-, like quirky, like kind of like strange, unique lead vocals a little bit yelpy like if you can get into an alt j mm-hmm. i think you can definitely get into everything everything okay because i like alt j yeah i really like alt j a lot and then everything everything i was like oh these guys are like kind of like alt j but they kind of have like more punch to them and a lot more like passion like the like the lead singer really like the front man really like performs it's it's much more like performative than alt j alt j is more kind of like chill yeah and like this guy is like, okay, let's take Alt-J and then like, you know, turn it up to like 11. So they have like a lot more, just the drums are like heavier. They do a lot of like cool, like weird manipulations and like, hey, like this song sounds like, you know, like this. And then all of a sudden, like in the midway point, there's like a switch up and then it completely changes. Um, it's really, really cool. So uh, everything, everything, get get to heaven. It's a really dope uh, album. So I highly recommend that. Nice. Um, so next movie, Zach. Frank, what are we doing next? We are going to be doing a film called Sound of Metal. Okay. It's, uh, I've, I've seen it mm-hmm. and it blew me away. And I think that you're going to really like it a lot. And I think it's, it's on Amazon. I think, I believe it's an Amazon original. Is it animated? No. Oh, then I have no idea what this is. Okay. <laughs> uh, so if you, it's an it's an Amazon Prime original. So if you have Amazon, you already you can already watch it. Um, if you don't, then I would imagine you'll have to rent it. Mm. Uh, but 
I will say, it's very good. Much better than uh, Dune, 1984's <laughs> Dune. <laughs> oh, get your shit kicked in. <laughs> it's not the worst. Um, so, yeah, Sound of Metal. Okay. Um, look forward to it. Zach, take us out. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Now, Frank, be sure to rewind your tape for the next viewer.